It's Wednesday, the 3rd of July. I'm Jackie Cameron with your Biz News Flash Briefing. The World Bank says it will save ESCOM. Details of a 230 billion rescue package are due to be unveiled soon, says Bloomberg. The World Bank said in an email to the news agency, We are encouraged by efforts of the government of South Africa to support ESCOM and assurances that it will not allow it to fail. ESCOM woes have been a significant drag on the economy, with rolling blackouts knocking business and investor sentiment. And, in more good news for ESCOM, it appears that Zimbabwe has paid back some of the money it owes for electricity provided by the South African power utility. Zimbabwe's energy minister, Fortune Chasi, on Tuesday admitted he had lied that Zimbabwe had paid ESCOM. But he tweeted what he said was proof that the debt had now been cleared. A red-faced Chasi said on Twitter, Lies have short legs. This is what I lied about. I am sorry. He then published a screenshot of what appears to be a bank transfer for 139 million rand. ESCOM has confirmed that it has received some of the money that Zimbabwe owes the utility. Steinhoff says Joester must pay back the money. The South African retail giant Steinhoff wants its former CEO, Marcus Joester, to repay millions he received in salary and bonus payments. It is taking legal action against Joester and ex-finance chief Ben Lachranji. Steinhoff has been teetering on the brink of collapse since late 2017, after German authorities blew the whistle on $7 billion worth of accounting fraud. Joester, Lachranji and others among the top management team are accused of inflating Steinhoff profits and asset values over several years, and this forced the firm to restate years of financials. Steinhoff, which is listed in Johannesburg and Frankfurt, issued a statement on Tuesday saying that it had launched the legal proceedings in the Cape Town High Court. In 2017, Joester received a bonus payment of about 2 million euros, or 33 million rand, um, and about half a million euros was neither proposed by the Human Resources and Remuneration Committee nor approved by the Supervisory Board, according to Reuters. Various parties are suing Steinhoff for relief in connection with damages related to alleged wrongful acts. Now, medical snake oil is an age-old problem, but the Internet has dramatically extended the reach of bad actors peddling fixes for complex conditions that don't always have cures. The Wall Street Journal reports that Facebook is tweaking its algorithms and cutting down on advertising that directs traffic to bogus cancer treatment claims. Facebook Inc. and YouTube are being flooded with scientifically dubious and potentially harmful information about alternative cancer treatments, and these sometimes get viewed millions of times, a Wall Street Journal investigation has found. As of Monday, says the Wall Street Journal, YouTube videos viewed millions of times were among the postings advocating the use of a cell-killing or necrotizing ointment called black salve to treat skin cancer. The use of the, this ointment can inadvertently burn or kill healthy skin, and it does not remove cancerous growths. A study published in the journal JAMA Oncology last year found that patients who chose alternative treatments over scientifically validated cancer therapies like surgery, chemotherapy, or radiation had a higher risk of death. Now, for more information on that story, log in to Business Premium. The big movers on the JSE on Tuesday were mining stocks, with Northam gaining more than 5%, Implats not far behind, and Anglo Gold shares up by more than 3%. Mining companies have benefited from surging demand for materials and investors investing in safe haven assets. But there are risks on the horizon, with South Africa's largest platinum mining labor union set to meet the nation's top three producers on successive days next week, 
as it starts formal negotiations for a three-year wage deal. Bloomberg reports that the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union plans to meet Anglo-American Platinum on July the 9th, followed by Impala Platinum on the 10th and Sibania Gold the following day. Now, the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union has asked for a pay increase of as much as 48% as higher palladium and rhodium prices boost company earnings. But some producers say that would lead to job losses and mine closures. Looking at currencies, the rand was trading at 14 rand 8 to the dollar late on Tuesday, at 17 rand 75 to the British pound, and 15 rand 92 to the euro. And that brings to a close your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until next time.